0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky, via WhatsApp 925-6532, or call two four four two seven one five. 2715 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky.
1: The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new Urgent Care Walk-In Clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new General Practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit HSA.com.
2: At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice and answer your questions on Healthcare Today with HSA.
1: And we're back, folks. It's another exciting episode of Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. And today it's all about your molars, your cuspis, and inc- is it incisors is the
3: correct word? Yes, incisors. Incisors.
1: <laughs> and with me, you hear the voice of Dr. Tammy Powery. She is a dentist over there at HSA. and um. I was telling you earlier, you know, the the fun thing I remember about going to the dentist was having the bubblegum toothpaste and being fluoride, and you get all these wonderful colors and flavors. Mm-hmm. Now that's kind of a norm. You can go out and buy the, the bubblegum and that buy those true. types yes, of things. It is. So, <laughs> so but tell me, um, go ahead and introduce yourself to our public.
3: Right. So I'm Dr. Tammy Powery. Um, I'm from West Bay. I've done all my school here and everything. So um, I'm a little quiet and stuff, not really outgoing. Mm-hmm. But
1: you're a powerhouse in the dentistry yes. world.
3: <laughs> no, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, uh, awesome. Awesome. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, you know, you're, you're, a, as, as they say, homegrown product. You, you live here, you work here, you grow here. And so kind of. It's a normal thing for you, but for us, that's like your rock star status that we have somebody in the industry from our hometown. So, you know, thank you so much for doing what you do. T- tell me how how'd you get in dentistry out out of all the professions in the world, how come there?
3: Well, funny enough, um when I was smaller, I used to love banking mm-hmm. and the tellers and filling out the little forms and everything but as I grew older in high school um, I noticed that we were lacking
2: mm-hmm. in
3: especially in the medical field now being a little artistic in school I couldn't I wanted to pursue arts and mm-hmm. whatnot but my mother bless her mm-hmm. she's been my rock um, said why not go into something you know, in the medical field, I'm sure there's something that you can do your art in. Right. So um I'm like okay sure so I started looking up things and then we had the work experience as all high schoolers go into to see the different fields. Okay. Um I was like okay I want to be a vet. I like animals. I think this should be good. Did mm-hmm. my vet and what not sure. Um being the applications to school, no she's like well what's your backup? You know, think of something else.
2: M- mom, so I'm like Mom, mom. Mom,
3: yes, lover. Um so I'm like okay, what about dental technician? Mm -hmm. That's pretty artsy. Right. You know? So, went in on the work experience at the HSA back, back, back in the day and loved it. I got hands on experience. I could help the technicians and everything. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, okay, let me apply to this. So, tried applying. She's like, well, I mean, it's a technician. Why don't you go (laughs) to the root of the matter? Doctor. I'm like, "Uh, but doctor, I'm not, you know? Uh mm." All right, fine. Took my science since in school. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't excel, to be honest. I'm not the most smart student, but I have, you know, the I determination, keep at it. exactly, the,
1: the, the gumption, as they say. Yes,
3: and my mother behind me.
1: Mm-hmm. The so, double gumption,
3: right? So, um, did everything. Got in. Um, to be honest, I started working as an assistant as well, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I mean, to see someone go from being toothless mm-hmm. to have their dentures put in and it just completely changes them. Right. It's gratifying to see that. Or when a child that has really bad front teeth
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you fix them up and then they start smiling again. All that is really nice. There are difficulties to it. Right. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. There are extreme difficulties to it but at the end of the day it is gratifying
1: and and see that's the thing i i think that people forget dentistry is really an art crap because because, and, and i say that because you see the results most times when you're a doctor the result is oh you feel better
3: but funny that you say that. We are so hated. I, it, 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 <laughs> Unfortunately. because I guess because people see us as we give them pain. They come mm-hmm. with pain, we give them more pain.
1: Right.
0: But
3: afterwards, they're fine. They're, they're all Right. They forget about that, but they still hate us.
1: They, they, and they love the doctors. They, you oh. know, I, I, I think it's the old idea of back in the day. Like mm-hmm. all of the old movies I remember growing up, when you came to pulling a tooth, that that was like oh my gosh they're gonna pull it too and the, the dentist came out and it looked like car tire you, you know <laughs> actually
3: and, and, they were they used to be <laughs> pliers that yeah, that, yeah. that that's what they used to be that's how it, they evolved right so yes yeah
1: and and, and that that you know I, I remember you know all of the the old movies the westerns when they they called the dentist and he showed up with the medical mm. bag and you saw all of these I, I call them archaic. <laughs> tools, oh yes, a, instruments, and you were like, oh my gosh. And then as I said, you know, dentistry has evolved so much over the last, you know, couple of years. I mean, you know, painfulness and things like that is always a sign of it, but then with a rapid succession, you get better quicker you know, the medicine, even, you know, before I remember going to the dentist and they would take an x-ray mm-hmm. and I felt this lead shield, you know, mm-hmm. and I felt like, oh my God, what am I doing here? You know, all of that has changed. i all digital, computerized and things of that yeah. nature. How, how has it been? Because you've been in the industry for a little while. Tell me a little bit about the changes that you've seen in it.
3: Well, um, like you said, more studies have come out in regards to the lead aprons. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it's contradictive versus, you know, the usefulness of right. it it also depends on the exposure mm-hmm. how much exposure most of our dental radiation is similar to going on a trip to jamaica or mm-hmm. to the Brac. Right. you get the same amount of radiation of course right of course. now there are when procedures you do pr- other procedures that you do require a bit of protection and whatnot mm-hmm. the only reason i know that we get criticized like, oh, oh, you tell us that it's not an issue. So why are you running outside every time you're going <laughs> to do it? It's because we do so many in the day. Our mm-hmm. exposure is a little more than the regular person that right. goes once of every course. month, yeah. per se. And,
1: and that's assuming that you go every month. Right, so, so, exactly. Some people, <laughs> a, a dentist trip may be, you know, once or twice a year. On average, what should, what should an adult... A healthy adult, Mm -hmm. what should his dental or her dental regimen be?
3: Right. So the regimen should be at least one yearly checkup. Mm -hmm. In that checkup, you make sure that everything's okay. If anything needs doing, then that's where your follow-ups come in, that you do your fillings and whatnot. Your cleanings now should be twice a year if you have healthy gums and you keep up with the regime. Now, all depends if you have some sort of gum disease, then your cleanings are going to be a little bit more in the year. So three, four, all depending on the severity. Mm -hmm. But on the normal, it's once a year for your checkup where you get all your x-rays done and everything, Mm -hmm. and then your cleanings twice a year.
1: Nice, nice. And and for, for kids, you know, because kids have hmm. growing teeth. Of course. And, 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 and I always remember, you know, my mom, make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed, after your meal. And, of course. And li- literally, <laughs> literally, you know, that was because, I mean, that was the norm of it. Hmm. But there is benefits to it. There is truth behind
3: there it. There is, there is. Um, personally, I recommend as soon as baby can handle, at least try and get them used to the dentist, not that you're going to take them when they're in pain, where where the whole fear of the dentist comes in, because you only take them when they're in pain, they will know that, they will refer to that as, I'm going to get more pain. Right. So you try and get them familiarized with the dentist from before then to check their gums, even though they don't have any teeth, Mm -hmm. you check their gums, make everything's okay. When their first tooth start popping out, you can also take them just to clean the little gum and whatever, and they get used to going to that routine. So Mm -hmm. by the time... if God forbid there is an issue. Mm-hmm. They already know, well, the dentist's here to help me. It's not that they're going to hurt me. I right. already know what's going on. I know they're going to use this and that and whatever. So I'm a little bit more calm.
1: Right. A little bit more calm yeah. on that. And, and I, I always say, you know what? It's the first time you go to the dentist in your preteen or you're in teen. That's a traumatic, because you kind of aren't set for somebody opening, saying, open your mouth wider. Mm-hmm. You, you're not. Your mindset isn't there, so and then the, you hear
3: everything else that everybody else goes through, right? That has already been going from, so you're scared of what's going to happen. Like, and it's understandable. Like anything. Mm-hmm.
1: I, and I think that is where we we need to kind of change the regiment and the idea of it. And I think K man is. Is probably one of the places I've seen with pretty good teeth overall.
3: Yeah, the, the,
1: m- 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 most of the smiles. The majority, that I've seen, yeah, the
3: majority, yes, the majority that is true. The majority
1: of smiles true. that I've seen from people have been <laughs> on the positive side. I, I've been some places where I've seen whole families, and I'm like, wow, you know, and yeah. and I'm thinking, you know, because they always say, you know, when you get the, to the dentures and and you have the the two tooth decay is pretty
3: serious it is it is it very much is um which is why we have the advantage that in our schools we have the therapists that help out the Mm -hmm. pediatric dentist so it makes our job a little bit easier if they start being seen from school in that they will start getting their little sealants Mm -hmm. if in any case their regular cleaning so by the time they're out of high school they're back in the system for the adults Mm -hmm. and their checkups cleanings everything
1: understandable mm-hmm. understandable so i know your job comes with a lot of great challenges what is the most fulfilling one for you
3: well i think i mentioned it um you know the satisfaction of seeing someone that wasn't smiling before mm-hmm. that had issues that felt self-conscious just talking smiling a big bright smile right if it, 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 it's have- not
1: a, it's not in their mind that someone's looking at my teeth
3: actually unconsciously everyone is really so if you notice um people that have issues with their smile or know that something's wrong with they tend not to smile Mm -hmm. sometimes kids that have braces because they find it i don't know stereotypically not right right they will not smile they'll just you know cover or always have yeah self-consciously if you pay attention
1: even though it's not top of mind awareness it's still noticeable because, I, you know, even to this very day, I'll see people who, who cover their mouth when they're eating because they don't want you to see. And I'm thinking, well, not the, the chewing, but their teeth is what they're very concerned over. They'll go in the mirror and they're, they're looking at their teeth.
3: Right. So that's all part of what our personality is that helps us with our self-esteem. So seeing someone go from being having a low self-esteem to a good, high self-esteem to be able to talk to you because you help them Mm -hmm. get their denture in the teeth or fix their teeth, that's gratifying to me.
1: Understandable. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. (laughs) I I know. Um, Mm Surgical-wise, how long does that take you from, say, uh, someone with an issue to having um, the smile, as you say?
3: Okay, um... Well, it depends, as every case is different. It's different, of course. So someone that has an issue, it may be that they have several issues in their mouth that needs sorting. Okay. So it can take a good couple months to get them to a place where they're good. Mm-hmm. That's also bear in mind that sometimes things pop up, they can't make the appointment, or I'm away, or whoever, whichever dentist right. is not there for whatever reason. So a clash of schedules is always going to happen. But on average... Takes a good couple of months, maybe six months, okay. give or take, depending on availability as well.
1: Okay, a- and and that's including healing time and things of that nature. Right.
3: So if it's extractions that they're doing to get denture, for example, I normally tell them to wait maybe two weeks or three weeks for the tissues to heal, so that we can start doing whatever denture procedure. That's if it's only one tooth. Mm-hmm. If it's several teeth, then they have to wait till all those teeth are out to be able to start anything.
1: Okay, to start the procedure. Um, if the
3: it's uh, fillings as needed all depends on the fillings. Okay. How many they have, how many they need.
1: And, and I, I'm I'm sure that always was to me was the, you know, I remember mom and dad candies, candies, you know, and and I think we we're kind of good with K-man when it comes to the sweet tooth. We we do have the sweet mm-hmm. tooth, but it's kind of the natural sweetness versus the artificial. No, I may be wrong. It is no, just
3: No, I I well in that aspect I may be different from other dentists. Mm-hmm. I have a sweet
1: tooth.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And my thing is it's not bad to have the sweets. Okay. Have a sweet. But it's just the consistency of having the sweets. How many you have right next to each other and not letting your body or your saliva get back that neutral pH. Mm-hmm. If you keep throwing stuff in, throwing stuff in and not brushing or drinking water to try and neutralize it, yes, you're going to have a high have, have risk of getting cavities.
1: And and, and w- w- would you say because our younger generation, that should even be more so with them because their teeth are kind of the tender stage, the enamel yes. hasn't built up. Yes. So
3: so um yes, I would definitely agree with that. They by all means have your sweets, but, but remember you have to drink your water, you have to brush your teeth, you have to keep up with your dental visits, your cleanings, mm-hmm. all the rest of the stuff. It's not bad to have them. It's okay. just you have to keep up with the work to keep them.
1: You have to keep up yeah. with the work to mm. keep them. So, um, mentoring. I, I know you know you, you did your schooling here. Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of a little bit about that.
3: Well, practically the whole of HSA Dental Clinic have <laughs> been my mentors because <laughs> I've known them from since, like I said, since I was in high school. Okay. So.
1: And we're not going to date you or or, no, no, by all
3: means not. Um, everyone there, Mm -hmm. honestly, from reception staff, administration staff, the different dentists that are there.
1: The and and that's the beauty of it. You kind of came in from the the start of the system Mm -hmm. and worked your way. To, to the pinnacle of it, which is being the doctor of, nice. of dentistry there. So you kind of know every facet of it in some capacity because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, working the summers as a, as a teen, <gasps> yes. you, you kind of saw it all from that oh, point. Oh, yeah,
3: definitely, yes.
1: Definitely that point. So um, if I wanted to, be, be, let's say that mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm listening to, to you here, mm-hmm. and I'm a teen and I'm thinking about going into the, 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 profession of dentist and dentist application how would i do that how would i go about that
3: right so i would say do your research first make sure you like it cuz the mouth is not a pretty thing it's not for the lighthearted cuz you will be hit with many different things mm-hmm. and you have to have a strong stomach for it okay. so you have to love to do this um do your sciences is the main thing because you're going to get hit with a lot of sciences. Okay. Um, but we do have not just dentists. We have our dental assistants. We have our dental therapists. We have our dental hygienists and dental, the dental therapists. Ten- dental therapist is like an in-between of a dental hygienist mm-hmm. and the dentist.
1: Okay. So they're
3: like our nurse okay. per se. S- support, so,
1: supporting the right, doctor, So she
3: can yeah. see the kids and do a whole bunch of procedures on them. Mm-hmm. that a hygienist may not be able to. And mm-hmm. the dentist, because they have such a workload, it helps them out. Okay. Right? So it's a three-year course, the dental. Well, I can give you that rundown too okay. if they want to well, know. Well,
1: well, you know what, folks? Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to take a break mm-hmm. and come right back. We're talking to... Dr. Tammy Powery from uh, the HSA, Dr. Dent, is it dentist doctor or Dr. Dent? How um, well,
3: that? the degree says doctor in medical dentistry.
1: Okay, doctor in medical yeah. dentistry. <laughs> Tammy Powery. We're going to come right back. You're listening to Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. We'll be back in two minutes.
0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call two four four two seven one five. 2715 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky.
1: The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top-quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new Urgent Care Walk-In Clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new General Practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.
2: At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor.
1: Once again, folks, welcome to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. And we're talking about your mouth the ins and out of it with dentists what, what's the official title of it doctor again, in
3: medical dentistry
1: doctor <laughs> in medical dentistry dr tammy powry and she hails from the and, and I, I had to throw this she hails from the republic of west oh, bay gosh. <laughs> I, I i love west bay and, and and she's a homegrown product and she's over there. to say we're just talking earlier about what it takes to enter into the field and the different levels, because it's more than one. Right. It's It's more than
3: just the dentist. We have a whole team of
1: you have a whole team. So so give me a little bit about what kind of the jobs and the time it takes. And and maybe if you know the the amount of coursework, not coursework, but the years it may take just to break it down for any listener who may be wanting to go into that profession.
3: Okay, so we will start with our dental assistants. Um, The dental assistant course is one year um there are online programs as well that are offered um but basically all in all if you go face to face it's a one-year course so there they'll teach you everything of what you need to do to help out the dentist Mm -hmm. then you have your dental hygienists which are the ones that clean your teeth um, help you with oral health give you all the different toothbrushes and whatnot to get you sorted in that aspect Mm -hmm. Um, their course is a two-year course Um, So it's a compact two-year course where you have both clinical and theory based on it. Then you have your dental nurse or dental therapist, which is an extension of the dental hygienist. Mm -hmm. So that's a three-year course in some places. In other places, it's a four-year course.
1: Okay.
3: Then you have your dental lab technicians. That's a five-year course. Um, They're the ones that make your dentures, your crowns, your bridges, all the handiwork mm-hmm. that is given back I, to the all dentist. All of that is done in-house? Yes, we do all of that here at the HSA. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing we don't do, unfortunately, anymore is the implants. Hopefully, okay. hopefully we'll get it back. Okay. Um, but yes, so our dental technicians do all that. And then you got the dentist. Mm-hmm. Now, the dentist, it varies on where you go to study for it. Um it's normally a five to seven year course. Um, it's really extensive.
1: It, it sounds extensive, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming a lot of this is hands-on theory and hands-on work Right, so the
3: first three years is theory. Once you hit your third year, then you start seeing somewhat of patients. You start mm-hmm. doing cleanings, um, diagnosing, and charting up. And then your last three years, you are well depending on the course Mm -hmm. so the last three to two years or four years is the whole clinicals of it so your extractions your perio your crowns all the different surgical procedures that you do rotations included as well
1: that that's that's incredible in normally i would have not thought that it was that extensive but then as you keep talking about what it entails, I realize that, yeah, I could see the artwork into it because I mean, sometimes I've seen people and they smile and I'm like, wow, they're like, yeah, I got my teeth done and they go into what it was before. Mm. And I would have never, I would have, it looks so normal nowadays that you can't really tell the difference between what was you know, God given and what was doctor given.
3: True, and this is just the general dentist. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go into one of our specialties, there are several specialties that you can go into. You got your ortho, which is the one that gives you the braces. Mm-hmm. You have your um, periodontist, which is the one that deals with solely your gums, anything to do with gum disease. Okay. You have your endodontist, which is the one that does all the root canals, specifically hard root canals and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I've had a few of those. <laughs>
3: And then you have your, you got your aesthetics, you know, the one that makes them nice and white Mm -hmm. or perfectly to look exactly like your teeth. Right. Um, You have your maxillofacial surgeon, which is the one that does the really difficult third molar extractions uh, or reconstruction of face if you have any, say, accident uh that breaks your jaw or anywhere in the face.
1: And, you know, the strange thing about that, I mean things have changed due to to the social media and TikTok and things of that mm-hmm. way uh i, have, I was following a, a lady who actually whose jaw had an overbite mm-hmm. and she was going into what it took it to to basically reconstruct her jawline mm-hmm. and i'm thinking wow you know she was like yeah they broke my jaw the other day and pulled it back two inches and i'm thinking I would have never even heard of this, you know. Thank goodness mm-hmm. for for TikTok and mm-hmm. stuff. But the dentist, and that is, in to me, that's insane. That's crazy. But this is people's life that they, you know. And she was like, "I finally can chew properly, right. chew and swallow properly. I can taste my and food. her
3: whole facial feature changed yes. dramatically as well.
1: Uh huh. Exactly. And and th- and this was part of it. She was saying, you know, that for. for She's, I think she was in her late 20s or so. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, when this developed, when I was 13 and 14, mm-hmm. they said that I needed to wait till I was in my 20s to have this done and finally getting it done. But literally, she said, I could not chew my food. I basically was swallowing soft food. And mm-hmm. now I can, I think she was eating a steak or something like oh, okay. that. <laughs> you know, and, and, uh-huh. it was it was just, you know, the 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 level of information. I, I did not even know that that was possible, but yes, it is. Mm-hmm.
3: That's what I'm saying. It's good to do your research. If you're interested in any of these fields and in any specialty as well.
1: Oh, Awesome. <laughs> that awesome. way you know
3: what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yes.
1: Of course she, she was like, it's been two months for healing, but, but was super, super happy with mm-hmm. it, you know, and this is the, the, I I'm assuming kind of the level of the norm where, where most doctors of that caliber would be at for something of that nature.
3: Yes, that's very complicated <laughs> surgery, <laughs> yeah. extremely complicated surgery, which you get to as well when you do rotations. They get to go into the OR to actually see these different procedures so that you know if you like it,
1: you may pursue it. Right. Or if
3: not, you're like, nope, definitely not. Not for me. I ain't yeah. doing that. No. <laughs> yeah,
1: Understandable. Understandable. Once again, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are uh, in conversation full dentistry mode with Dr. Tammy. She's over at the HSA. If somebody needs to make an appointment to to see one of the doctors at the dentistry, how would they do that?
3: Right. So you can call the hospital number nine four six nine four nine eight six hundred and get transferred over to dental to make an appointment, or you can go in and make an appointment to see us. Yeah.
1: Super, Super super easy. And, and, you know, now that we're coming out of all the COVID and, and stuff like that and we were able to actually, I remember I actually had a procedure that I needed to get done and I waited two years, literally, literally for COVID to finish because they was like, yeah, Chuck, we, we got to go into your mouth and we can't do that while there's COVID. So, you know, thank you for, for doing what you do and continuing on the path. Any final words you want to wrap up and say before we get out of here?
3: Well, I just hope that it helps to inspire any of our young Kaimanians to come out and do dentistry, medicine, anything in the medical field. There's mm-hmm. a lot more than just banking on the island.
1: I, I, th- <laughs> I think we're coming to that realization that you know what the the world's a big place and. Not to say that you can't take banking with you. No, of course not.
3: You, that's your backup. Right. You can have your, as many backups as you want. You can
1: have <laughs> as many backups as you want. I, see, I, I, li- <laughs> I like this lady. She she tells it like it is. And you know what? Um, I'll be happy for you to check out my teeth anytime. I'll be sure. Yeah, go, go ahead. You know, I got two broken molars and, and some other oh, stuff. Just, <laughs> just teasing you. But thank you so much, Miss Tam, for stopping by here thank today. Thank you for
3: having me. Excellent.
1: And um, mom, if you're listening... You did an awesome job. Thank you so much. We got a doctor sitting in our building. This is Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm Chuck Taylor. We'll be back in a few.
0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit HSA
1: The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top-quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new Urgent Care Walk-In Clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ca.
2: Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor.
1: The Cayman Islands Health Services Authorities, General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top-quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new Urgent Care Walk-In Clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new General Practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ca. KY.
0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 2442715. 2715 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky.
2: At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions on Healthcare Today with HSA.
1: And we are back. Once again, uh, welcome to Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. And as we continue talking uh, to our um, medical professions right here in the field. Want to talk to uh, Dr. Brandon Bernard. He is the emergency medicine consultant over at the HSA? Yes. So um, what does that, uh, introduce yourself. Go, go ahead, tell us Hi, a little bit morning. about you.
4: good morning. So I'm Brandon Bernard, I'm a Caymanian, <laughs> and I've just come back home about a year ago after completing my medical training with a specialization in emergency medicine. So basically, I'm trained to handle anyone with anything at any time. So in, in a nutshell, in a nutshell,
1: but pretty much. So, so anyone, anywhere, anytime, that pretty much constitutes emergency me. medical. So
4: trauma, heart
1: attacks, strokes,
4: mm-hmm. runny noses and everything in between. Everything
1: in between. Wow. that That's
4: a broad outlook on, on health. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm, um, a member of a one of the very few specialties that doesn't treat just one organ system. Okay. So, you know, we have cardiologists, they're amazing, but if your problem ha- doesn't have anything to do with the heart, that's not them. Okay. I am dealing with patients regardless of, of what's happening. So basically my specialty is if you need to see a doctor right now, you, you might be you're dying. The person
1: I'm the guy be, to go to. And see, and, and I, I think to me, being in Cayman, such a small community, that probably is an everyday occurrence. So you, you probably see a lot more than the average doctor would see. Because, once again, based on what you're telling me, they have specialized areas. So you make a consultation to see them. You deal with emergency trauma as it walks in the door, basically. Basically, yeah. Wow. So, so, so what, what made you decide to dive into it? Because that is a broad... To, okay, and folks, if you just tuned in, welcome to Healthcare Today with HSA. We're talking with uh, Dr. Brandon Bernard, uh, and he is the emergency medical consultant, basically treats everything, anytime, anywhere. But what made you decide to get into that area?
4: So I love emergency medicine because it, you, you get to see patients get better immediately, right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm people come to you on their worst day. Let's face it, if if you happen to come to the emergency room and see me, you probably weren't planning on getting sick. Something happened you weren't expecting. Exactly. And on that horrible day, I have the opportunity to be able to assist, to be able to bring that person back to health. Um, so that, that's
1: a, it's a blessing for me. Wow. And. and- One of the things that we hear, I know in the most medical professions, there are several years to reach that level of being a doctor. Is it extended because you have so much different facets of it? Because, say, you know, just calling out, you said cardiology, cardiology, five, seven years plus, but now you have a wider range <laughs> of, of of medical yeah, it's, background.
4: It's a very unique challenge that that I'm trained to face. Mm-hmm. So the the training is very long. I was 17 years old when I left Cayman Okay. I'm now 35 and I just got back last year. So wow. That's that's a long time. That's a long time. So during that time I'm gaining experience, I'm doing a lot of things, gaining new skills and now I'm fortunate to be able to bring that experience back home and help my people.
1: Awesome! Awesome! Thank once again. Thank you so much for the dedication that that entails. I don't think people understand when, when we see you in the ER. You think of oh, it's a doctor, but that is a very specialized and very critical part of it because you are able to assess and and basically deal with everything that that as you said that comes across your board right at that point in time. You know. That may be a life or death situation. Uh, many times it is, and unfortunately, uh, there's
4: sometimes that there's nothing we can do. You know, we're we're just as a community still grieving right now because we have
1: experienced tragedy. Yeah, I know. the this, this past weekend, um, you know, we we've lost a, a, a lot of good souls, but this weekend was, you know, we, we always we always talk about losing people in their prime. And there are some times that, as you said, there's nothing that you could possibly do to avert this this tragic, tragic situation yeah, and, and you know our condolences go out to each and every family who has had that experience because we as a small knit community see that you know we, we, we hate to say it regularly, but it's become a pretty regular occurrence you know and I applaud and I you know People out there, please don't drink and drive. That is one of, the, of my pet peeves. I, I hear every Monday morning, I kind of kind of grit my teeth to say, okay, let me check to see what happened this weekend, you know, and alcohol and, and drinking and driving, that's a bad combination. And speed. And speed. Of, of course, a yeah. A lot
4: of our guys are addicted to that adrenaline.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I I, I remember growing up and watching y'all race in bicycles and, and. I'd rather you race bicycles than cars and bikes and things of that nature because, you know, under certain circumstances, it may not end well, you know. And as I said, you know, kudos and, and con- condolences to to all the people who try to make a better change. And, and thank you, Dr. Bernard, for being one of those. And what made you, I mean, we, we know the extensiveness of it. And you wanting to help, was there something that made you kind of focus in, hone in on, on ER or was just so something that you I've decided?
4: i loved healthcare um, I'm, I was that child that loved to go to the dentist's office. You know? <laughs> really? like yeah. I was that strange guy. Um, and I, I didn't always want to be a doctor. I'd, being Growing up here in Cayman, seeing these air shows coming, I wanted to be a pilot. Okay. I wanted to fly these planes around. So yeah,
1: you, it's super exciting. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Um, but I always tended to enjoy the sciences and I drifted towards that. I liked problem solving, I liked working with my hands. And I got a summer job working at Chrissy Thompson, uh now Doctor's Hospital. Right back in the day. Back in the day. When Doctor T opened his hospital, that was a big deal for right. the community. Of course. And I uh I was actually working in maintenance. So I was pressure washing the building, spraying ants nests outside, uh-huh. working outside, manual labor. That was my first introduction right. to the healthcare
1: so, field. So so we have a doctor who is no stranger to hard work. Uh no, not at all. Definitely
4: very comfortable pulling my sleeves up and, and right. getting the job done. Of course. And of and course. that lends itself well for emergency medicine because we get to do those procedures that are life-saving and it, it makes a difference when you're able to save a life. I, uh, don't take that lightly.
1: Of course, of course. And, and I mean, in your profession, b- beside being, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're on call at ungodly hours because that ungodly hours is usually the time that things happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the most challenging? I, I shouldn't put it that way because I'm sure every day is no days unlike another, but challenges that you face in the job. Tell me a little bit about that. So the largest challenge
4: that I have is having to face families and deliver tragic news. Sometimes, you know, despite your best efforts, the, the pa- patient didn't survive to the hospital and the relatives they're coming, they're expecting to see their loved one. And sometimes you have to let them know and that's never easy. And seeing a mother grieve for her son or a father grieve for his son or any other family member or friend, that is catastrophic for me. I, I've never gotten used to that. So I try my best to never have to do
1: that. Right. Yeah. And, and people, you, we, we always assume that you guys are supermen and women. And, and, and I, We're I, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's just it because of the what you're trained to do is not the average. So, so with, with people understanding that, they kind of hope that there's something that can be done. And, and that, that's with everyone. And when there are moments when all your best efforts can't do what they wish, that probably, you're human. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that is the hardest thing to, as you say, to deliver to a grieving family to tell them that you know despite the modern medical technology of medicine there's nothing we can do at this point in time
4: but it makes a difference when you're working in your own community right Mm -hmm. these aren't just patients for me these are people i've grown up seeing these are people that know my parents right these are you know very close friends of the family so you go the extra mile because at the end of the day you're gonna have to look someone in the eye and said, you know, we tried everything that we could. And I want to make sure that I'm able to say that uh, and, and mean it.
1: And and you be know? comfortable saying that, you know, literally everything that we have tried. And this is, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be morbid. Sometimes yeah. It's yeah, yeah I, I nice know. to
4: see a familiar face and right. somebody that understands you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a lot of very good outcomes. Uh, the HSA, we have a very wonderful hospital that place is a gem and i i don't think people really appreciate it for for what it is everybody wants to go elsewhere and Mm -hmm. go overseas
1: and we we have something special right we have a world-class facility in our backyard
4: and and i i've trained Mm -hmm. all over the place i was in the uk i was in the us i was in jamaica i was in grenada but there's no place like home
1: true true and that that is the thing i think Sometimes over the years, we, we have a tendency to look overseas for, for services and, and things of that nature. But we have better when we're at home. And the reason why I say better is you have the ability to go home after. Yeah. And, and that, that alone, just think of it, K-Man, just, just think for a second. You had a procedure successfully done and you're able to go to your house afterward, your 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 sanctuary, your home. Not get in a taxi, not go to a hotel, not go from a hotel to an airstrip, not get an airstrip in customs immigration and fly X amount of time to come back home. You have this opportunity to get better here.
4: And be surrounded by your friends and family. Exactly. Yeah to me, that's almost the best medicine, Mm -hmm. Uh, knowing that you're around people that care. And it's not that, you know, you're sacrificing something. We have excellent physicians right here. I work alongside them every day. I know that they know their stuff. Perfect. And
1: it's very comforting to be able to say that, Mm -hmm. you know? Nice, nice. If you're just tuning in, this is Healthcare Today with HSM, your host, Chuck Taylor. We're going to take a moment and be right back. We're talking with Emergency medical consultant physician, Dr. Brandon Bernard will be right back. Keep it locked in right here on Bobo 89.1 FM. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authorities, general practice and public health clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ca. KY.
0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call two four four two seven one five. 2715 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky.
2: At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor.
1: And we're back at Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, talking with Emergency medical consultant physician Dr. Brandon Bernard, and we were talking a little bit off air about some of the things that you're passionate about, especially being homegrown, being a being a a, as they say a a son of the soil. Tell me a little bit about your views on healthcare and things that you see that's around us today.
4: So I'm a little different compared to a lot of doctors. I believe that people should be taking as little medications as possible. If you can get away with not taking any medications to me, that's better than having to live, taking these pills every day. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the illnesses that I'm seeing here, that I'm back home, it's all related to our lifestyle. We have a lot of really good food here Mm -hmm. and some people don't have the opportunity to do as much exercise as their doctor would hope that they do. And it's, making them have to go on these medications and i just want to talk about that your medicine should
1: be your food right lifestyle that's that's the thing that you intake that's your first line of defense is what you eat exactly you are what you eat Mm
4: -hmm. Um, and i would love to see people live more healthy lifestyles here Uh, the other thing that i'm seeing is that we have a very heavily medicated society and and people are taking some serious stuff like addictive medications, opioids, benzodiazepines. And that's very concerning because before I left here, I wasn't seeing as many people taking those medications. Uh And I want to get the word out that, you know, there's an epidemic going on overseas and I don't want to see the same thing happen here at home.
1: And, you know, it's strange you should bring that up because I was um, watching, uh, it was a newscast and they were talking about, and this was in South Florida, they were doing an undercover sting on one of the pain physician clinics. And literally, people were driving in from out of state buying pain medicine, opioids, and and going back. And these were, people have to understand, I I don't think Cayman is aware of it. But there is a drug culture that thrives on this stuff and not to say that we have it here but abuse of painkillers and pain medication can be as quick as today i'm feeling pain tomorrow i'm hooked yeah it, it's literally an overnight thing that and then all of a sudden you when you don't have it you feel bad well feeling bad is different from feeling pain and and I think that's the thing that, that our society needs to understand. Feeling bad, you may have a cold. You may need to walk a little bit. You may need water in your system. There are things that naturally you do when you're feeling down. It could be as simple as depression. You may have an you instance know. of being depressed, but that does not constitute as physical pain.
4: And if you're going to turn to a medication that is going to, over time, make your pain worse. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna turn to a medication that will decrease your ability to function day to day, that might not necessarily be the best option. And I get it, people don't wanna be in pain. Pain is terrible. And there's entire specialties devoted to dealing with pain, especially chronic pain. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: But I think that people need to understand that sometimes, you need to, well, all the times you need to give people all the information that they need. And sometimes they don't want to hear that, you know, this medication, if you take it for too long, you're not going to be able to stop taking it.
1: Right. It's a it's a short it's a short term thing, not a long term use. And, and I and it's so I, I see people in K-Man. Okay, we have a, a very understanding society. Uh, we we have access to lots of different things that normal countries generally don't have access to. So if someone is feeling chronic pain, they they say, okay, what's the root of this pain? Rather than treating the, I, I see. And remind you, mind, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm I'm not a physician. But, but you have common sense. But we, I have common sense. The source. Treat the opinion. source, treat the treat the cause, not, not. I understand the you want immediate relief. Granted, that immediate relief should be able to be had. But then let's dig a little deeper. Let's find out what is the reasoning for this pain. That should always be a conversation that you as as the patient have with your doctor. Doc, why is this happening to me? Rather than doc, can I get this fixed? You know, yeah. I, I, I would I would think that would be where I would want to be. You know, you should always, my, my father, God rest his soul, used to say, you know, there's a couple of people that you always need in your knife. Life. You need a good doctor. You need a good accountant. You need a good lawyer, and you should be able to talk to them as if you talk to your wife, and and, and so you should be able to have honest conversations with these entities in your spectrum to say, hey, I'm getting up at X Y Z, and I'm having this immediate pain. Why?
4: Exactly. And you need to be able to trust that physician. And
1: at the end of the day, if if you my patient doesn't trust me I
4: could write any prescription they're not going to fill it they're not going to take those medications right? uh-huh so having that relationship with your physician is very important and I want to offer that to my community now that I'm back home
1: perfect perfect doc man you, you are, are, are a blessing and understandable so we, we were talking a little bit about education and getting into the, the realm of health care um, who were some of your mentors? Who, who I mean, because medical came in, you know, we've always been told we're a financial community. Medicine has been opened for a field for quite some time. Tell me a little bit about that. So I started working
4: at a doctor's hospital, or at mm-hmm. the time it was Chrissy Tomlinson. Chrissy right. When I was 14. And every year I'd go back in the summers and I'd, I'd have a little job. And Dr. T, I guess, must have seen something in me because he he took me aside and he started grooming me. He started giving me classes and said, why don't you read this book? I have this extra book. And every year I'd I'd go back and eventually I decided, you know what, this is what I want to do. I went off uh, to undergrad. I have a degree in biochemistry with minors in finance, you know, I'm from Cayman. Oh, of course, you, you got to know where the uh, money comes uh, from. Spanish language and literature. After that, medical school. And I was fortunate to do medical school in Grenada and then clinical clerkships in New York City and in the UK. After that, I went to, um, well, I came back home. I did my internship here. So I'm the first Caymanian doctor to do internship here in the Cayman Islands. I at the same time did an MBA so I have an MBA in multi-sector healthcare management. You're a busy you're a busy young man. <laughs> yeah, I'm collecting these degrees. <laughs> and after that I went to Jamaica, did my senior house officership so I have experience working in anesthesia and intensive care and I did emergency medicine and then I then went on to complete specialization so my Doctorate is in emergency medicine. And so emergency I'm now a medicine. consultant physician. That's the top of the ladder.
1: Okay. Okay, excellent.
4: And now I'm home. And now you're
1: home. Well, you know, as I said earlier, it is a joy to have you in kind of the headship <laughs> <laughs> of of it. Because, you know, i trying to think of a time when it wouldn't be an emergency, but everything, when it comes down to it, it starts at that point when 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 tragedy and i and i don't want to sound morbid folks because there are times that things happen that doesn't end in the morbid side of it but then it's good to know that somebody has the ability to look and say immediately okay we need to do this we need to do this we need to do this and that comes from seeing kind of the other side of the spectrum to know where 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 is that line that says okay we start at this point and we do this And thank you so much for doing that. And just, you know, tell me some of your passions. What, what do you, what do you, what does Dr. Bernard do when he's not on call sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Of course.
4: I like running. Uh I like scuba diving. I like eating good food. Okay. And I love traveling. Traveling. Okay. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, folks, um, this is, this is one of the bright stars over there at the HSA. And uh, thank you so much. In closing, what do you want to tell our k man people i mean if if you could sum up you know something that would be profoundly interpreted by uh, the masses out there what would what would dr. Bernard tell them? I would want to
4: speak to that child that's fourteen years old and is thinking maybe I want to be a doctor okay, I want to tell that child that if I can do it, he can do it and I think that growing up in a, on a small island, some people have a, a limited mentality. They think, well, I'm from a small place, my options are very small. They should not have any reservations against what they can accomplish, even coming from a small place like Cayman. When you go overseas, you'll gain the same experience, you'll be in the same schools, you're reading the same book as someone that grew up in a larger country and we're not inferior to anyone else. And this is our home and we need to be the best at everything we decide to do. If it's medicine, if it's accounting, if it's hospitality, whatever that person wants to go into, they should be passionate about it and do it to the best of their ability.
1: Well said. Once again, Dr. Bernard, thank you so much for stopping by here today. Thanks for having me. Um, don't be a stranger. A- anytime the platform is yours, we're here for that reason. Thank you so much. You're listening to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and we're just wrapping up here with emergency medical consultant physician, Dr. Brendan Bernard. Thank you so much, sir. We'll be back in a few. Thanks for having me. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authorities, General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top-quality care in a comfortable, modern space, enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new Urgent Care Walk-In Clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new General Practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ca. KY.
0: The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call two four four two seven one five. 2715 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky.
2: At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice and answer your questions on Health Care Today with HSA.